Oh, who the fuck are you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. When did mediocrity and banality become a good image for your children? Fuck you if you can't understand it. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Welcome back to the Apology Tour podcast. I'm Carl. Fuck you. <laughs> Davey boy. Why? Why? It like started off so chipper. Yeah. Now, now we're on. Now, now we're on now, Yeah. Now we're in this room. <laughs> Fuck me. I got. I got to be in character. <laughs> yeah, you were so pleasant and talkative before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're talking about the secret life of Walter Mitty, the 2013 uh, remake film. I guess. Would you call it a remake? Uh, I read the synopsis of the original. These do not seem similar yeah, at all. That's why, that's why I, was, I was sort of a question mark. I was right? actually curious, really curious, because I noticed that when I looked, I think I looked for it on Amazon and I saw the 1948 version. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's it's actually, it's a James Thurber short story, but um, I... I I think I read the short story years ago after watching the film, um, and I was like, this is nothing like the film. It's basically a dude that daydreams, that's it. Um, whereas this is far, it expands far more on that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was my pick. I, I, this is, this is in my, my top ten films. Um, but, We'll get to that. Uh, what, what what did what did you two what did, what did you two think of it? Um, I'm curious. I'm curious to hear your thoughts, Marsh. Oh, okay. Um, nothing all that exciting. <laughs> this is my second time watching it. Uh, first time I watched it was in the cinemas with Carl. Yeah. I think you were there too, Dave. I can't remember. No, nah, I don't think I, no, he wasn't. No, nah, I nah. think Carl, I got I think, a funny feeling Carl bought me this on DVD. Yeah, it, I oh, did, okay. I did because... He liked it so much. Anthony was there with his Michael. DVD. Yeah, yeah, because I thought he'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony Anthony yeah. was there with his Michael because I was yeah. like... I just, I just remember it wasn't just you and me. I, I remember yeah. like you being there, was there a third but there was someone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm our, looking at my DVD now. Yeah. It's sitting right here. And you know what? I didn't... This is what fucking streaming has done. I didn't even reach for the DVD. I searched through all of all of the streaming <laughs> platforms I've got to see which one. It would have been quicker for me to grab this DVD, put it in the DVD player, but I'd rather sit on my lounge and flip through the remote <laughs> well, to it's try on, and it's find on, it. It's on Disney. I was, yeah, I was kind yeah. of the same because like, I know I, I have this movie on Blu-ray, but I was like, Oh, what streaming services? Are on? I can't be bothered grabbing it. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, my second time watching it, I, I liked it. Uh, I didn't realize how much of it I forgot. Like, the only thing I really remembered was um, the Cheryl playing Major Tom in Greenland. Mm. Other than that, yeah, I, like... I was remembering it as I was watching it, sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's a pleasant movie. I think <laughs> it's uh, it's just it's one of those sort of makes you feel good. Um, 
I actually got kind of emotional, like right at the end, mm. when uh, the the photos revealed and mm. um, like he, him being like, because it's obvious, right? Like even without, um, you know, even watching the movie the first time, it's kind of obvious that he's the. It's it's the the photo is of him, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, like just like I think. It wasn't even the fact that the photo was of him. I think it was the photo itself. It was just like, and and the meaning behind it, but like the way it was framed and the the content in the photo, like everything mm. around him, like how it says like life and like the magazine in the background and all that sort of stuff. It was just really well composed. Mm. And I was like, holy fuck, that is a really good photo. Yeah. <laughs> Especially given the context of the, of the film, you know? Mm. So yeah. But, um, yeah, I really liked it. It was good. It was good. Good time. Fucking Iceland and Greenland are just gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I was gonna dude, say that. if if someone yeah. was like, "You're moving there tomorrow," I'd be like, "Cool, fucking yeah. get me on the plane." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When can, when can I visit? Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, it wasn't it wasn't obvious to me that um, he was the subject of the photo though. I, I, it mm. really the, to me it re- really did feel like a mystery. Like it, like I've seen this. Yeah. No, okay. Times maybe now. maybe not obvious, but like I think I I pieced it together fairly early. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, it could be like subconscious memories. But it it, it didn't feel like it. Mm. Definitely didn't feel like it because I was like, it the, the the frame was missing, and I was like, oh wow, that's a bit odd. And then like the the plot continued, and then it was there was something something happened like halfway through the movie, and I was like, oh, the photos of him. So. Mm. I, I can't remember what it was. See, so yeah, I I was really trying to be conscious of it this time around. Like, look, I I I know it back to front, but I was really trying to be conscious of it this time. And I was like, I think the reason why I I don't think I saw that coming is because really thinking about it when I watched it this time is that I forgot that he was finding Sean to find a negative. Mm. I it, it just became he's trying to find Sean and because yeah. the situations that he get he get he gets into progressively get more sort of extreme than his daydreams mm. that's sort of what takes over for me like especially yeah. the part when he's like he's in um was it Greenland with the volcano Iceland Iceland yeah and and he's in that town, and the volcano, and and Sean's on the fucking plane flying into the erupt. I'm like, I, yeah. the last thing on my mind was a negative for a photo. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, the the movie is very good at doing that. Yeah, um, it it the movie becomes less about the negative and more about Walter breaking down those barriers that he built up when he was a kid. Hmm. Yeah. Which is what the movie is about. So. Yeah. Dave, what do you think? Yeah, um, I think I, I liked it better this time around than I did because I remember the first time I watched it, I, I was a bit, I wasn't that phased with it, and I know that that, that really gutted you, Carl, because yeah. you you're like you said you're expecting me to love it, but um, I did like it a lot more this time. Uh, there is, I don't know how to explain it, but for me, I felt felt like there was there's something lacking in it and I can't quite put my finger on it 
I just don't know what it is about the if it's the pacing or or um, boobies. <laughs> uh, well, it had it had Kristen. Wiig. I I really like Kristen Wiig too. Yeah. She's she's uh, she's very she's charming, she's pleasing. Yeah, yeah. she's the, extremely the, charming. Because look, there's look, something about her, like like she's obviously a, a good looking woman as well. But yeah. like, there's just something about her that is just very very pleasant to to watch mm. on screen. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but, but I did enjoy it this time a lot more. And, um, it was, it was almost, uh, I don't know, poignant, it, like uh, a poignant feel about it. But, um, yeah, but it had moments where I was really on board to like, just, um, I liked when he, <laughs> When he's telling, I, I'm just going to call him Derek. I forgot the actor's name, but Derek <laughs> yeah, from yeah. yeah the beard, the beard dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he's telling Derek, you know, about like the people in the company, and he's like, "You just don't have to be such a, a dick." And or I think I think that's what he said. Were those yeah. his words? Yeah, yeah. Like you, know, you have just, a job to do or whatever. I get it, but you don't have to be a dick. Yeah, but I liked the delivery. That it, it was like his sort of. Uh, character's lack of enthusiasm in that moment really hit home. I was just like, that would be the best way to to deliver that to someone like him. I think mm. with you know uh, an emotion, an, uh, an emotion, an, an emotional lack of emotion. <laughs> it's mm. probably the best way. But yeah. Um, that, like bits like that, I love when Sean says, "Beautiful things don't ask for attention." Mm. And then, when when did this come out? Twenty thirteen years ago. Thirteen. So yeah, the I felt like that that scene was like a fuck you to the smartphones <laughs> thing because <laughs> it was like, yeah. "Beautiful things don't ask for attention." And then he has a fucking. Uh, uh, was it a snow leopard in the site? Mm. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, sometimes I just like to be in the moment and not get distracted by the camera. I fucking, I could have jumped through the screen and hugged him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just been, yes, <laughs> this is exactly what it is. Mm. There, there are no moments anymore. Everyone has to snap it, snap, snapshot it. And mm. I don't think they realize how many moments they're actually ruining a for themselves because they're so busy worrying about the, the shot. Um, and B for other people. Like I, I distinctly remember a friend of mine going to his daughter's, um, some sort of concert and he actually took a photo of the row in front of him all holding up their phones. And he said, this is what I got to see when mm. when i went to see my daughter like it was literally a sea of phones that he couldn't see through so he couldn't see the stage because everyone in front was trying to capture it on their phones but yeah so anyway um things things like that i really really loved i thought yeah mm. right on doggy but um like that 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 is apt though because i i, I feel like 2012 to 2014 was that really pivotal point 
when sort of social media marketing really took off and then yeah cameras yeah. on phones were a big thing after that point because yeah it's like the iphone sort of blew everything up yeah yeah well what the iphone was like what 2007 or something 2008 right around the time of social media so it was like i remember reading a study where they were saying the tipping point for too much information for the general person was like 2014 (laughs) and i was like yeah well that sort of goes with the last 10 years of social media and the state of the world where like what dave like what you were just saying dave like people people live virtually now where they they see they see the real world through that virtual lens yeah. Rather than and everything being needs to be captured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing you can't you can't afford to let any moment go without without having it uh, you know captured mm. at all. Is like that that need to to document everything. Mm. And the sad thing is how often do these people go back and look through these photos? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what really annoys me. It's like you've you're you're so hell bent on getting these pictures and mm. you've probably got literally tens maybe even hundreds of thousands of of these photos some people you know like how do you Mm. do you do you treasure that yeah like i don't they don't mean anything anymore Mm. i've seen a lot of concerts too yes yeah all the fucking time which is funny because like you know people will hold out their phones for the whole thing basically miss it or film it and they'll use that footage to show like two or three people and then forget about it but mm. at the same time you can find better quality pictures of that very concert on the internet like six hours after the thing's over <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah uh, look i don't i don't think it's going to be one of these movies that i'm gonna watch over and over, I might, I might stick it on again in the future at some stage. I don't feel like I've got any desire to. It's not. It's we'll not watch bad. It. We'll watch like, it when, gonna... when I come up. We'll <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Like I, I, I'm not sitting here going like, I think, um, I think both times I've watched it, I, I don't think I had the opinion that it was bad. It was just like, oh, it's not, not quite for me. But, but like I, like I said, I did, I did enjoy it uh, more this time. And it had a somewhat poignant feel about it. I think it's because because I, I haven't done a lot of stuff myself, <laughs> so it's it's it is a it. Uh, but I, I also don't have the desire to. I guess is a is an ultimate difference. But the I, I did like the e harmony guy. I thought that was a nice touch throughout the movie like those random calls oh we're trying to work on your profile <laughs> it's like yeah yeah so there you go yeah I I um I was trying to figure out again or well, not again I, I I still really haven't figured out why I love this film so much um yeah. It's very, very elusive to me, but 
touching on touching on what you talked about, Dave, with like having to capture everything through your phone and and you know, have a have a memento of the moment and everything. That scene with when when he finally finds Sean and they're watching the um the snow leopard, I I've always loved that scene and I was always drawn to it and I was trying to I was really trying to be in the moment when I watched it this time and really investigate my feelings with it and I think it's that I think it's one it came it came at a point in 2013. Michael, when we watched this in the cinema, it was at that really crucial, pivotal point for me because I was like, I'm going to leave. I'd already made the decision to leave the trade and go to film school in 2014. So I was watching films with more of a critical eye. So this whole, this entire film, I was like, wow, this is breathtaking. Um, I think a couple months before this got released, Dave, you had actually taken me to Coonabarabran for the first time. So I'd saw right. all that. And I was, I was, like I said, I was at this really pivotal point being like, I, I want to do something more with my life. I don't know, I don't know what, but I think it's this. And then seeing right. this, seeing this movie, it just touched something in me, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like, like even now, I'm just sort of like, when I watch it, I get sort of. So it was inspirational. Is yeah. Basic, yeah. Like is probably why, maybe why you liked it so much is it? Did. Yeah. Because look, I don't, I don't think I identify as Walter Mitty where I daydream about a better life. I do daydream about, like, you know, if I won $30 million, like, how would I... how would I give that out to my friends and family? Um, I think that's pretty normal, but never to the extent that what he does. Um, but for whatever reason, that just touched me. And then, like, like what you're saying... I've always liked photography, so when I was watching this and it got to that moment where he meets Sean and Sean's like, sometimes, sometimes I don't take the photo. Sometimes I just, I live in the moment. I'm like, yeah, that I, I feel like that's why I picked up photography in high school because I was like, there are moments that happen in life that are quiet that are unseen, that are, that people don't comprehend because life is, you know, barreling forward that you sort of forget. I, I like to capture those. I would, I would love to be able to capture a moment like that. And then hearing Sean say that, where it's like sometimes, you know, I just like to live through it rather than capture it. It, mm. it it made me feel like oh yeah like that which other... for the sorry but which no. for the point of making a point that's that's fine but as a photographer I feel like that's terrible advice <laughs> oh yeah yeah like, like if you yeah, like yeah. If, you, if you if you need to live off it's something you want to take <laughs> take the shot <laughs> yeah look look when it comes into monetary gains it's just sort of like if you're if you're making a living off of it it's like dude take just 
It's one second. <laughs> it's half a second. It's a shut up. Yeah. Take the photo. <laughs> you got you to take that shot. Fuck the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The moment isn't going to feed you, dude. Like, yeah, I get it. But, um... Yeah. Sorry. No, nah, nah, you're right. Interrupted your train of thought, but... Yeah, no, no, you're, you're all good. Yeah, like, um, it was basically, like, when I saw that scene, I was like, yeah, don't, don't be, don't be a passenger in, in life. Like, be, be a part of it as well. Like, feel the moments and, and stuff like that. Because I feel like the real, when, when that moment really hits, it isn't when he, when he has that speech, when they're sitting, sitting down together. It's when he gets up. And he's like, he's going to go down and join that soccer game. He goes like, that looks fun. And then Walter, mm. Walter's like, what was the photo? What was the quintessence? And he was just like, let's just call it a ghost cat Walter Mitty. And then goes down and joins the game. I was just like, yeah, dude, like that. that's such a strong metaphor for life where it's like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter about the the destination it, it it really is like living in the moment don't don't like the destination is important but like let's let's live for the moment let's this is what's happening let's let's go do this instead it was also nice and probably unrealistic but it was also yeah. nice that he didn't he didn't lose his shit he was just like oh that's a shame was, you know, like, yeah, pretty yeah. much, wasn't he? He's like, oh, He's, oh, oh no, yeah. oh, no, he, he sort of did, though. When he was just sort of like, you know, Sean's like, I put it in the wallet. It's like, I don't know, I just thought it'd be fine. He's just like, that's that's really inappropriate. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, like, he wasn't, he, he wasn't, like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, man, that was that was the, the cover shot. That was like, fucking hell, man, uh, that, that was the shot. I yeah. only had one of those, you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it was just like, uh, you know, this is what it was. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I wonder, wonder if he was meant to be a stoner. So, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Sean Penn, of course. <laughs> um. There was two moments in it though that like I hadn't noticed before that, that I was like, yeah, this was really good. The first one was when you know when he meets the helicopter pilot, the drunk helicopter pilot at yeah. the um, thing? and and then like it gets it gets after like you know they had that fight and they're sitting down at the table together, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm supposed to go out like in five minutes, <laughs> and he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking Walter's like trying to trying to be like it's that awkward like beating around yeah. the bush like you're yeah. really drunk like, uh, but, like and he goes now yeah like yeah oh yeah sorry yeah like yeah thanks Dave <laughs> thanks for no no I mean what Walter says he's like like now like oh, now you're going I thought you meant like, because you're... I'm drunk well wow. oh, no, I got no, really no. self conscious. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I'm at, I'm at Walter's. Like now, you're you're going now. Yeah. Like, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then he goes, and then he's like, "The weather looks really bad." And the guy looks out and he goes, "Yeah, like that's it." <laughs> like just like, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, dude, that killed me. Um, and then and then the next part was um, was when he was when he was climbing. 
it, it was climbing in the Himalayas to go meet Sean, and um, the guy from eHarmony calls him, and he's on the phone, and he goes, and he goes, um, he goes, I've got to go, I've got to make oxy- oxygen choices, <laughs> and just hangs up. I'm like, I I want to say that to a customer next time <laughs> fucking, when they just start prattling on like dude I've got to go I've got to make oxygen choices here like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh dude that killed me yeah. I feel like that would that would be a good thing to say in any conversation <laughs> where where you just feel like oh my why 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 am I doing this yeah. <laughs> like uh, I gotta go I gotta make oxygen choices <laughs> Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. Long story short, I still haven't figured out why this is one of my all-time favorite films. I feel like I'm closer, but I still haven't really figured figured uh, some, it out. Some movies just do it. Yeah. Some movies just do it for you. Yeah. But it sounds like a resounding thumbs up all the way around. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. Alright, well, if we're going off of the formula, Michael. It's a, it's a certain soulless redhead's pick. Take us into the future. Right. Don't scare us, though. Don't scare us into the future. Just... <laughs> just ease us uh, into it. Well, this is definitely not an easing into it situation. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, this is a movie that I want to pick and I've been super hesitant to pick um, this is the movie I was going to pick when I picked Before Sunrise instead um, yeah this is definitely not a movie for everybody Passion of the Christ no but you'll <laughs> probably fucking wish it was uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen it, Carl. I think you might have. Mm. Um, Dave definitely hasn't. If he has, he's kept it a, a very good secret. Well, this is just a stab in the dark. Mm. The house that Jack built? No. Oh, thank God. Okay. No. But I have been thinking about that one, too. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. I'll I'll read the I'll read the synopsis. <laughs> this is a very last minute pick too. Um, oh fuck! Henry Spencer tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry girlfriend, and the unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's you're gonna be saying that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to disturb me, isn't Henry, it? Henry, Henry Spencer. Oh, dude, I've got no idea. Uh, David Lynch's Eraserhead. Oh, dude, I have, I have seen this. Yeah, I think I you have seen this. Yeah, look, I, I, you know what? Let's let's not even touch on it. Wait, nineteen seventy-seven. Am I saying that right? Yep. Yeah. Why? Why did you pick this? This film fascinates me. Um, I've, I've only seen it the once, but I remember finishing that movie, just going, what the fuck did I just watch, sort of thing. Mm. But I didn't, I didn't hate it. Um, 
I was just, like I said, I was just very fascinated by it. I'm like, how did someone come up with this? Mm. Like, like, it's such a, <laughs> such that, a surreal. That worries the fuck out of me. <laughs> such a surreal fucking movie. It's very, it's very unsettling, but it's also very uh, ludicrous, I suppose. Mm. Um, it's, it's such a, a mixed bag of crazy horseshit, I suppose. Um, it's it's not fast-paced by any standard. Um, oh no, dude, it's David uh, Lynch. Of course not. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's it's just like like I said, it's just it's a movie that fascinates me so much. I I fucking yeah. I don't know. I I feel like it's actually, uh, and this might be overstating it but i feel like it is required viewing for anybody that's interested in film yeah look i unfortunately i have to agree (laughs) (laughs) i i have come to the conclusion in the past couple years that i do not like david lynch films um you did like Mulholland Drive. I do remember I, that. I did like that. But that, I think that was the rare exception. Mm. Like, I've watched a couple of his other films and I just... I, I walk away with it being like that. I feel like that was incoherent. Yeah. I don't... But totally I, understand it. Yeah. And I'm like, I... And it just feels like it's really on the fringe of being, um, what's the word? Like, you know, being on the fringe of being like super duper, what's the word, Michael? I don't know what you're getting at. Like artistic, you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like super duper experimental, but to the point where it's, confusing yeah they 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 used there's a genre oh like surrealism yeah or or i wouldn't say not even surrealism yeah not even absurdism it's it's this other expressionism i don't know yeah (laughs) you know what it it it, i think i i think that's the word i'm searching for is expressionism it's it's on the it's on the fringes of that but you can't even you can't even be like, oh yeah, this is expressionism to a T. You know what mm. I mean? Like, it's just so... His films are that. They're just... They're non-linear. They're, like, extremely non-linear. Um, yeah, I feel yeah. like Lynch's, Lynch's films, at least all of his unconventional ones anyway, is basically him grabbing something from his brain and directly applying it to film without any... Mm. Um, without any filter and without any uh, effort put into structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, Which that. to me is like it's fine because like to me that's like him being as artistic as he possibly can. Um, mm. Whether you like it or not, that's your own personal taste. Um, but to me, I think David Lynch is like a very. Uh, pretty close to a pure artist i'd say yeah 
you you know what I feel like David Lynch films and TV shows are that drug trips oh no (laughs) dude like drug trips I can like at least try to make sense of like his his stuff really feels like that you know that old adage um when you're writing is like your first instinct is probably the most right instinct it's that taken to the extreme where he's just sort of like my first draft is the best I'm ever gonna do yeah no dude go back edit it please for the love of god like spell check even just spell check please (laughs) I think you need to put the end in the middle yeah (laughs) fucking hell dude yeah no look Uh, Dave Dave you you've you have you even heard of this film no okay yeah no definitely not yeah look I I'd I'd expect I'd expect not it's sort of a David Lynch is very much a um filmmakers filmmaker would you agree michael uh yeah i'd say so um he's also the filmmaker for uh pretentious snobby film students too yeah (laughs) very much like nolan where it's like i feel like he captures a very good nolan's very very mainstream (laughs) yeah like nolan's mainstream and and you get just the average like oh dude Fucking Transformers Four was excellent, and so was Inception. Yeah, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like they they rate them the same. Whereas like I feel like the David Lynch fans are the exact same. Because you know, I've I've yeah. tried to watch Twin Peaks. I've watched mm. like three episodes, and I'm like, dude, this this is. How did you get X Files? How did X Files be categorized in the same category? This is <laughs> fucked. But yeah, nah, hey, look, I digress. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and look, I I have no illusions about this. I am totally expecting next week. At least Dave is going to be angry, hating it. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um, yeah. Carl, I'm not too sure. I guess we'll find out next week. But I'm just guessing you're just going to be frustrated more than anything. Yeah. Look, I I've forgotten it. I've I. I think I remember bits and parts. Um, Dude, you could watch that movie and, like, three seconds after it's finished, you can forget it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, well, yeah. at least I got some sort of an idea of what I'm heading into. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would actually recommend, Dave, like, to not watch any trailers or anything. Just go yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah, into I, I, almost, I almost clicked on the photos on IMDb and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do this. Um, no. Nah. Yeah. I'm just going to watch it. Although I, I would love to watch you watch it. <laughs> <Be honest>. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an uh, image of like I, of like you in know. Dave's lounge room, and it's like yeah. Dave watching the TV and you watching Dave. Like, yeah, yeah, for that reason alone, I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like, God. fuck you for picking this. <laughs> One of my most favourite things I've ever done was watch Dave watch Behind the Curve on Netflix. Because oh, that, was, that was a great fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember that. <laughs> it was that fucking Flat Earther documentary. Oh, yeah. fuck, alright. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I remember watching you watch that and it was so fucking funny. <laughs> 
Damn, yeah, I, I, I do. I do remember losing. Spiel and I it. sort of missed that too. That would have been fucking good to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hard for me to swallow. That yeah. was really hard for me. You know, it's me. got it's got me sort of fucking thinking. I'm like, what could we? What could me and Dave pick to piss Michael off? And I think it's <laughs> that fucking. I think it's that Q documentary. <laughs> the fucking. The QAnon, the, the QAnon documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon we could watch that. Me and Dave could just watch you watching that and watch you fuck it and like be like, yeah, probably. Yeah, restrain <laughs> you from fucking going to the medicine cabinet and getting the fucking <laughs> sleeping pills. Like, nah, dude, yeah. I'm ending it. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah. God damn. That that's way off tangent off of David Lynch, but <laughs> how how Lynchian? Yeah, how like is it is where does this rate in your sort of top ten though films, though, Michael? It's not in my top ten. No. Okay. Cool. No. <laughs> yeah. It's it's in my lexicon. It's it's not a movie I hate. No. Do you um, do you really like David Lynch? Yeah, okay. yeah. Which is funny because I haven't watched Twin Peaks, which is odd. But I was just going to yeah. ask you that because I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I've never heard you talk. Is about that supposed to be Twin like Peaks. his most well-known one? Oh no, it was the TV show he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would. I would probably say it's the most popular of all of his creations. Um. It's. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, it, that and then Mulholland Drive, I'd say. Yeah, like, and then probably you know what? After that, probably um, was it Blue, Blue Velvet? Uh, that was Velvet? Lynch. Yeah, that was Lynch, nineteen eighty six. Um, that's a good movie too. Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. Look, I, I, I'd uh, have and to, the I'd, Elephant Man. Yeah, I'd have to watch that again, and the Elephant Man. I'd have to watch that again as well. Hmm. Yeah. Um. That's I haven't seen his fucking Dune movie either, which is fucking odd. But oh, dude, the only thing I remember from his Dune movie is... Um, Sting's codpiece? No, no, no. Is my name is a killing word. Like, that's that's it. <laughs> I don't know why. It just stands out to me. Um, but yeah, look, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to watching it, revisiting Razorhead. I can't... I can't say I'm not curious somewhat, but yeah, I'm, uh, I think you guys have somewhat mentally prepared me a little bit, so yeah, let's, uh, let's do this. You'd think so. Alright, well, fuck, let's go do it, let's go watch it raise ahead. Uh, until, until next week. Uh, we're sorry.